Happy June 1st. I am recording on a whim as always, but I do have a message that I want to deliver to anyone that's listening tonight or any day that you're tuning in. So kicking off tonight, I want to address the fact of staying consistent with staying on task or what you think society needs from you versus staying true to you and true to the core you. Um, consistency has led me to some of the most highest of highs and the most successful moments of my entire life. And there's no doubt about that. It's consistency has led me to where I am in my career. It's led me to four national titles in college. It's led me to lose weight. If I ever want to lose weight, it's led me to all sorts of things. And there's no way to kind of go about, um, downplaying consistency. That's for sure. But without being true to myself, on the contrary, sometimes I could distract myself with consistency being queen and myself being second. And there is a harmony, certainly, that we can all and should achieve to produce a true form of happiness and fulfillment, if we're being honest. So where have I been in my podcast, Um, especially just getting started, I, I... have a frustration because I couldn't maintain the consistency right out of the gate that I wanted to maintain. Um, because boom, I'm faced with this health situation. And that to me was a roadblock where I needed to become true with myself and really take care of myself. And that was unfortunate. Um, and I'm still going through it right now, but I'm not going to sit on that as a topic tonight. I just want to instead say that it's okay to be going through consistency um, and also being true with yourself. And, um, I want to talk about this accepted nature of it being okay to have both. So just using one example and a simple example, um, and something that hangs over my head on a daily basis that I think a lot of you guys can relate with, um, or will relate with after listening to this has been communication over social media, over email, over, um, text message over getting back to people on plans and things like that. And just the communication buildup and all of the things, if I'm being honest, like with the exception of work-related things, I am admitting that I've taken about six weeks off of DMs, text messages, consistent responding. And that that's a lot to admit. I mean, I've, I've really focused on work and I've always incorporated that because that's my job and um, my passion for my side business and things like that. I've always stayed on top of, but not to belittle the relationships of friends and family and what I value out of that, but just I couldn't even bring myself to respond to every single DM that just sat in my message box. And I personally decided that for my own well-being and my own personal emotional and mental health, I just couldn't go there. And I want to normalize that because I feel like no one does. (laughs) Um, And I was nowhere near emotionally available to start responding to things um, in that time and place of my life. And although I haven't had my surgery yet, if you've listened to past podcasts, Um, that's on June 21st and I'm still going through the thick of that and my anxiety through 
just the claustrophobia of like my neck and what's going on right now, it, it hits me at random points in every single day of my life. I'm just really, um, proud enough to admit that like, it's okay that you don't have to sacrifice your well-being for the sake of, um, a text message. And it doesn't take away from how much you care about that person, um, nor should it, but anyway, moving on. Um, that is one thing that I wanted to touch on, but the success of a routine and being consistent is something so many of us strive to have. And so even relating this to this podcast, if I'm not on my A game with coming out with an episode every single week or every single day or every single month or whatever my pattern is like that, that it's a little disheartening to me because I'm, I'm such a driven person, but at the end of the day, are we robots? No. Can we accept a day off? Yes. Should we be able to accept a week off? Yes. If it multiplies given circumstances by a few weeks. Yes. Again, um, I'm still here. I'm still present and still care about anyone that's listening and especially um, that's reached out during this really hard time in my life, but also acknowledge that for the first time, I was so emotionally in tune with myself. And that's kind of what I want to pause on because I can say with full certainty at other points in my life, I didn't know my stopping point and I didn't know my point in enough is enough and I'm going to drive myself into a wall. And I'm going to drive myself into a point where I can't take it anymore. Um, but this time around, I I feel like I've gone around the block in certain things. And I was in tune for the first time to immediately separate myself from my messages, separate myself from my need to always constantly immediately get back to people, um, separate myself from feeling like being maxed out with communication is acceptable and okay. And at the sacrifice of once I actually could get back to those people that they would still care about me and have a full understanding of why I couldn't be there in that one little text message situation. And the only reason why I couldn't respond is because I wasn't fully present. And I feel like just taking kind of like now putting it back on whoever's listening, I truly feel like others can relate to that because we are completely in a world where instant gratification is the only expectation and instant immediate response is the only way that you can become successful within your path. And there has to be a a harmony. There has to be harmony. And I want tonight, um, this is totally impromptu, by the way, like i I've been listening to like just some random things tonight, but I, and answering emails and and such and whatnot. But I just want to explain that once you go through what you may consider as like a rock bottom moment in life or a serious hardship, you are now at a complete advantage because you know how that feels. And when I was, I think I was about. 25. I think it was 25. I've lost a little track of time. But anyway, when I was um, in my position where I was thinking to myself almost, what's the catch? Like, when is something bad going to happen to you? 
Like I went through that whole self-talk situation. When is something bad going to happen to you, Samantha? Like you've gotten everything that you've wanted in life and you're 25 years old and you just keep on running. When is something bad going to happen? And about a year and a half later, I was boom, divorced. And it wasn't like that's the worst thing that could ever happen in life. But to me, it was a complete moment where given the circumstances, I had to quit my job because of that. And I had to um, completely not have a home (laughs) and I had to leave my dog and I had to do all these things to just be on my own and completely separated. Um, And if you know my story through that, like, you know exactly how hard it was for me. Um, It was like the worst. I, I felt like nothing. I felt like nothing could ever go right. Um, and I felt like I was just completely alone. And I just want you to know that if you're on the verge of that, uh, no matter what it is, it, and when I'm, when I'm talking through this podcast, this is not just all about divorce. This is about any life-facing you know, hardship decisions where you're going through something and need to you know, barge through or you know, completely shift gears or really sit within what you're dealing with right now and make a change. Um, for the better for each other or for work work environment or what what have you. I want to be really clear about that. But when you hit rock bottom, that's an exciting moment. And I want to like celebrate that sort of rock bottom um, experience in a way. Uh, because then you're at an advantage, like I said, because you know how it feels. And so if you feel like you're coming back to that moment at another point in your life, which I have in the last six weeks, um, which is really crazy that I'm even podcasting about something that I'm deep within, it's very exciting for you. Um, And see it as a positive because you're going to make it through. So I just made a couple bullet point notes. These are like some of the only notes I wrote, but there are five bullet points that I wrote. One, you have a feeling of recognition. Like you recognize the feeling if you're going through it a second time. And if you haven't gone through rock bottom yet, like this should be an exciting moment to encourage you to get you through what you're going through to be able to get to this place um, in a future experience. And I please trust you got to go through it. Um, Otherwise, yeah. You'll, you'll be better off for it. But number, oh, so number one, let's just take it back. Um, you have a feeling of recognition of what's going on, the matter at hand. And that's half, maybe 80% of the battle is recognition. Recogn- two, recognition can be seen as, and is in fact, a reward for your overall growth from my perspective. Not like reading this from online. This is just my brain kind of spitting out a bullet point list. Um, three, it means that you've felt it before. So you know how to, well, four in turn, you know how to get through it. And five, you are now ready to tackle again, what you're facing. So in summary, I kind of skipped ahead of my words, my own thoughts, my own words, but you have a feeling of recognition. Recognition can be seen as, and is in fact a reward for your overall growth. It means you felt it before in turn, you got through it. And you are now ready to tackle it again, what you are facing. And that's where me kind of leaving and kind of ditching 
the social stuff. And there is a caveat because all of you guys that are listening are probably like, oh my gosh, you've been on your stories all this time. But that is a completely, if you want to dig into my brain, that's a completely different segment of my mindset. I love to be on social to do stories because I have a creative outlet. So I love to like post stories. I love color schemes. I love inserting text. I loved posting stories. I love um, stories through messages of text. Um, I love all of that sort of thing. But emotionally being present to go through my DMs is a completely other thing. But um, on another note, I was so in tune with myself six weeks back that three years ago, I faced hardship for probably the first time and I was completely lost. But this time, three years later, I almost knew what I needed to cut back on and pour into. And that was pretty darn cool for me to experience. Um, And if anyone is listening and again, wanted to know about like why I'm going through a hardship, my surgery date for my um, neck masses is June 21st. And I'll likely post between now and then, but this podcast is to totally normalize not being accessible once in a while. And it's okay to become, you know, off the grid. And the last time I was completely lost in rock bottom, I just wanted, I just wanted to basically read what I wrote in that post of how I felt. Because if you're listening to this and you're like, gosh, I totally relate with Samantha and I've gone through my rock bottom and she's so right. Like I'm going through for the second time or the third time or the fourth time or the fifth time or the 20th time, my other rock bottom, like I know how to face it now and I know how to focus on myself. But if you're going through this and you're like, I'm kind of where Samantha was, where she didn't really have a rock bottom three years ago and she didn't really know, or she maybe had one, but it wasn't that big of a deal and really wasn't rock bottom. And this might be my rock bottom. Um, and you're in that position. I just want to read what I posted 14 weeks ago about what I went through three years ago in my life. Um, and just inspire you hopefully, but now I'm in a place where I don't have to quit my job and I don't have to leave everything behind and I don't have to completely go off the grid, but I can semi go off the grid and I can kind of level with myself and again, be in tune with myself and just kind of sit with what's going on and, and be okay with the, the contrast of living life out to the fullest and living life out with the person that I'm with and, or living life out to be truly in tune with myself. But, um, anyway, this is, I'm just going to read you my, my caption. So, and this is kind of how I've, how I'm going to end it. But this was again, where I was at three years ago in my life, my first, like truly, truly, truly like hitting rock bottom. But again, now in turn that I'm so grateful for that moment, especially now what I'm going through in this moment with my health stuff. But 14 weeks ago, this is exactly what I posted and I have not read this since then. So this is how I'm going to close. Why hitting rock bottom? And also on a side note, why I started this podcast. And this is like the moment of me starting this. So it's really, it's really cool. Why hitting rock bottom was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. 
This picture from three years ago was me back to my childhood home transitioning out of rock bottom, and here is a glance into my story. I was 26 years old and at a loss in a marriage. I had to give up my golden retriever, Aspen. She was my world. I was begging for God to give me direction. I was reestablishing my relationship with my family. I quit my job. I stopped coaching dance. I wasn't financially on my feet. I had friends saying they hadn't seen me in years. I was in a dark place. And facing each morning was uninspiring. I felt like I went through a full tornado and then boom, square one. I asked my parents if I could live alone at our cabin and would take my paddleboard out nearly five times a day as far into the center of Cook's Bay where I could go to feel like I was free. I just wanted to find myself again. Making a choice to completely start new was intimidating, but a wise special mentor told me fear is a liar. Jerry Sproles, you have had me every day through this journey. I regained my independence and made a commitment to grow every day, which I'm still doing. I went from feeling so small to wanting to move mountains. I went from feeling scared of connecting with God to thanking him every day for giving me the strength to grow back into the Samantha I was before. I took a position in sales for dream venues that are now completely part of my identity. I take pride in helping people every single day. I'm closer to my dad, which brings me to tears writing, which we had become so distant. I feel self-worth again. I feel proud to be the person I never thought in a million years was in the cards for me or for my future. I've truly found the love of my life, Tyson. He makes me feel free and like I can do anything in this world, which is still true today. What I learned is that fear is what holds us back from thousands of decisions in our lifetime. If this speaks to anyone in any way, I couldn't be more supportive of you and your growth ahead. I'm still growing over here and open if you ever want to talk about your rock bottom. You're in a good place. Keep your head up. It means you're about to thrive. And back to kind of where we are now, um, to the point of actually, because I haven't read that out loud for 14 weeks or ever to myself. Um, I noticed, I said, I'm still growing over here. And if you ever want to talk about your rock bottom or your second rock bottom, which I'm going through right now, or your third or your fourth or your fifth or your 20th, like I said, I will be here for you. So hope this was valuable and enjoy the evening. I will always be intentionally unintentional and just raw with all of you listening. Hope you have a wonderful night.